Listen while you list. VMRN. Voice Marketing Radio Network. Welcome to eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee, where all the data is structured. Now, straight from the eBay catalog, here's Griffin Lee. This segment is brought to you by ShipStation, wherever you sell, however you ship. You know, we can dish your listings when you call us with your item number at 888-RADIO-30, or in other words, 888-723-4630. Hey, Griffin, I don't know if you can answer this question for us or not. Probably not, but but go ahead. Beverly from Salem, New Hampshire, Mm -hmm. known as Fancy's Vintage Collectibles. Salem, New Hampshire, the home of Canopy Lake Park. Oh, my. My favorite childhood amusement park. You used to get in your car and go there? We'd go to the car and we'd spend the whole day at Canopy Lake Park. My God! It's where I first you saw Shining. Sunny, no, not a, it's not a. It's an amusement park. Ah, oh, park. roller coaster. Roller coasters and rides, and it was all in a park setting with big trees on the side of you know around a lake. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. place. Anyway, go ahead. So Beverly says, so I live in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. which has no sales tax. That's right. Is this ruling going to affect sellers in states that have no sales tax, or will buyers be flocking to us? Ha ha. No. So from what I understand, is if the state currently doesn't have a sales tax law they're not going to currently they're, they're not going to be able to force uh sellers uh who sell to their state to suddenly start paying sales tax because their own state residents don't pay sales tax so new hampshire i think what, what are the other states there's um there are five states that uh yeah i can't, I can't remember them all right now i know new hampshire is when i used to alaska live to delaware montana oregon and new hampshire new hampshire right yeah so those states, they're not in the running. Unless, you know, this could be the impetus incentive that makes them do it. That says, oh, their legislators decide we're going to start, we're going to institute a state sales tax so we can collect some of this, this, um, booty that's suddenly going to be lots of, we're talking billions of dollars here. So. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm all for taxes, personally. And well, I'm, we need and them. I'm, we need uh, yeah. taxes to be a, a well-managed uh, modern society. And I'm all for, for sales tax, I, I'm actually a believer in consumption tax with reason and uh, and deliberation. But uh, this just seems like it's going to open a Pandora's box of confusion and in, in, uh, in, inefficiency, and uh, not necessarily be a level playing field. So, uh, to me, the ideal uh, solution to this, and it's in Congress's hands, although this has probably never happened. Is that we could have a national sales tax, which could go a long way to helping us, uh, you know, fund and pay for the the critical programs mm-hmm. that are needed in order to keep a civilization and a government and a society whole for all of us. But that, you know, but in 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 lieu of that, this is states are going to be looking for any source of income they can that'll help pay their bills, and this is going to be one of them. So I suspect we'll see. Uh, as a colleague of mine said today, a domino effect of states mm-hmm. falling behind, uh, uh, states like Washington, which I think were one of the plaintiffs, uh, in, in, uh, collecting s- sales tax on every sale made to wa- a Washington resident, Washington state resident, no matter where the merchant or the merchandise was located when it was, uh, purchased. You know, I'm bringing up something that that has something to do with this, believe it or not, and that's marijuana. You might ask yourself, yeah. Lee, how could you bring up marijuana in the middle of this? Well, well knowing you, it's not surprising. So, so here's here's the deal. So, <laughs> Why don't you light up a joint? <laughs> Thank while we're you doing so this? much right. for that. It's California, we're perfectly yeah. What again. the heck? We're yeah. we're legal here. 
so some states, you know, who have legalized pot for recreational mm. use will let us know in a year or two how that's working for them, right? Mm. We'll kind of know how much money went into their coffers and, you know, because there are some states, I read an article that are thinking of doing that instead of charging sales tax. Yeah. Uh, making extra money from the pot. Mm, yeah. It could happen. Yeah. Um, I think Colorado's actually reported because they've been doing this for more than a year. I think they've actually reported numbers. It was billions okay. of dollars. And I, I think in their state it all goes to, uh, I'm not sure if it's funding education or not. California has a, a similar plan. But our legalization of recreational marijuana only started in January. So that's we need true. A year. We don't yeah. have any figures yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny because, you know, it, 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 America, I mean, what a quaint old country you know and it's quirky and it's fun and it has a good heart for the most part but then it has these little quirks like this hysteria about things like marijuana which, i know the you know, rest of the world looks as rolls their eyes and so goes, some oh, of my whatever. stoner friends one night recently came up with an idea what <laughs> I'm dying some of think. my stoner friends <laughs> please tell us came up with this idea so you know i had to get a web domain name in case it happened right yeah right so the, they were talking about the border wall. Oh, right. Right, yeah, and how yeah. we feel about it down here in Southern California because we live on the border, right, yeah. in San Diego. And we thought, well, let's give him his border wall. And he, what he does is he makes marijuana legal federally. Mm. And we give him the wall. So, of course, I went and got the weedforthewall.com. I, I kid you not. A Saturday night about two months ago. So it's just an idea, you know, marijuana, taxing marijuana could solve all these sales tax problems and everything for these states. Just saying. Do you have somebody in there with you? No, why? I heard a person. You heard a person? It must be a haunted room because there's no oh, one here. There's no one in there with you? But I- I'm not even in this room. Okay, so the five states that don't have a sales tax will be watching them. Yeah. To see what they do. Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, Oregon. You know, they might say to themselves, well, gee, we could make some money with this. They're going to have to convince their um, constituents in their Why each state. Why they should be. Oh, Because you're a lot of those right. constituents live in those states because they don't have a sales tax. So there could be, there could be constituent anger of, in, uh, for states, the residents of states where they're, they suddenly decide they're, the legislature is going to pass a sales tax. But it could be, it's going to be fascinating to watch. You know, this, this, the one thing, regardless of where you stand on any issue about anything, the one thing you have to admit is, number one, it's obvious that America is an experiment in progress and that it's never boring. <laughs> so. That's true. So I'm looking up the word nexus, you know, which is sales tax nexus means, you know, if you have any business in that particular state or you own a company in that state. Right. You're doing business in that state is nexus. The word nexus is a Latin word meaning to bind, join, or tie. Since ancient Roman times, it has evolved to mean a connected series or group. Sounds very friendly, right? Yeah. Unless you're an online seller. When online sellers see the word nexus, all they can often think about is sales tax nexus. Something which binds up all your energy, makes you join your palm to your forehead, and ties you to your spreadsheets and tax tables as you try to keep up. Well, you know, that that's why we're keeping in touch with TaxJar. 
for the last yeah. last few years. We've kept in touch with them because we know they're on top of it. So you might want to go to taxjar.com and read all about what's going on. So Griff, let's see what else we have. Do we have any news today other than other than that? Um, uh, well, let's see. Uh, other news: mm, eBay open, internet sales tax. We did. We eBay had a open. really good broadcast yesterday, a video live stream mm-hmm. with um, Greg Ross Smith, uh, who discussed the uh, details and intricacies and the status currently of the eBay Guaranteed Delivery Program. Uh, so if you missed it, you can catch it on our community pages. Uh, there's a recorded uh, video there. And you can also see it uh, on the eBay for Business Facebook page. But uh, it's de- it was definitely a really good 20 minutes. And uh, you have questions about eBay guaranteed delivery, you're going to want to watch it because he really did get into the weeds and answered a lot of detailed questions about it. And what do you think the biggest thing people are asking? Well, so the biggest thing that we I've seen is, uh, and you know, this is just the nature of the beast, I think. Uh, what are the consequences? You know, if, if this, if it's guaranteed and it doesn't arrive, you know, what, how does this impact me? How does it? Well, at least for 2018, it, even if you miss your handling time, it's not going to impact you in the program itself. Uh, as long as you're meeting your handling time, if there's a delay, and this is the program, uh, beyond even 2018, all you have to do is meet your handling time, and uh, you know carrier scans indicate that that's that's been done. Uh, if the package then arrives late, at, later than the guaranteed delivery window, and the buyer is unhappy, eBay will deal with the buyer and, if necessarily, give them some sort of recompense out of eBay's pocket. But it's no reflection or no impact on the seller. Um, if you don't meet your handling time past 2018, there may be consequences, but the consequences that have been discussed so far are um, depending on uh, or or considered is that uh, when the, so the recompense that eBay is going to offer dissatisfied buyers during 2018 is like a gift certificate towards shipping um, that they paid, not the entire item. But that actually could be in the future something if they, uh, seller is is part of the eBay guaranteed delivery program, and they miss their handling on an item. They may there may be a you know financial penalty for that transaction. So uh, that hasn't actually been. Uh, um, it's been. We know what the the plan is, but it hasn't been publicly released. But uh, my view of this as a seller on eBay, and I do sell. Is that uh, I want to be a part of it, so because I want to make sure I'm offering an option on all my items for sellers or for buyers who um, may want the item as fast as possible, and I'll charge for it. You know, I'm normally free shipping, but I'm going to start adding expedited, like express shipping options. Uh, you know, for a charge, it won't be free. That a buyer can select if they really need this item and they need it in two or three days, and then when they when that item qualifies and the buyer who's interested in looking for things that are, can arrive fast and they, and they toggle that on the search result page, filtering out all the other items, my item still shows up. That's my guiding principle. That's my touchstone. That's the thing that I keep top of mind. I want my item to show up in all relevant searches. So I don't want my item to be filtered out because I don't offer free returns and the buyer has said, I only want to look at free return items. We're going to the phones next, Chris. 
Okay. This Thank segment you. was brought to you by ShipStation. Wherever you sell, however you ship, it's toll-free to call us, 888-723-4630. We'll be right back with more of eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee. Join eBay Radio in Vegas, baby. Broadcasting live from the eBay Open Studio at Mandalay Bay during breakfast, lunch, and happy hour. That's Tuesday afternoon from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. during the welcome reception. Wednesday from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. featuring our best eBay outfits contest. And Thursday from 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. Come listen, share a tip, and win a prize. Vegas, baby, Vegas! As an eBay seller, you have plenty of choices when it comes to shipping software. But only one shipping software fits in your pocket, and that's ShipStation. ShipStation Mobile, free for iOS and Android devices, lets you get ship done anytime, anywhere. You can update orders and create shipping labels right from your smartphone, even handle returns. But that's not all. With ShipStation Mobile, you can actually print those labels via wireless from wherever you happen to be. So when you get home, all you have to do is slap them on your packages. But one thing you don't have to print out is a scan form. ShipStation Mobile takes care of that right in the app, generating a barcode for your carrier to scan at pickup and saving you paper. That's just how ShipStation rolls, wherever you are, however you ship. Try ShipStation free for 30 days, no credit card required, at ShipStation.com. At ShipStation.com. Running a successful e-commerce business is complicated, but managing your listings should be easy. That's why award-winning eBay power sellers Victor Levitin and Maxim Godin created Crazy Lister and why more than 100,000 eBay sellers are using it. It makes listings so easy, it's crazy. Just drag and drop to easily create mobile-optimized listings in seconds or apply one of Crazy Lister's 200 templates to your existing listings with a single click. Editing listings is super easy, and Crazy Lister lets you keep ended listings forever. And if you need help making the most of Crazy Lister, their awesome support will make it even easier. Whether you're a hobby seller, small business, just getting started, or looking to grow, Crazy Lister has an easy solution for you. Try it for free for seven days, no credit card required. They're easy at crazylister.com. Internet sales tax, global trade, postal policies, and ownership rights are issues that impact your bottom line. eBay's government relations team has your back with eBay Main Street, giving you a voice on e-commerce legislation. 600,000 of your fellow e-commerce advocates have joined, and we need you. Sign up at ebaymainstreet.com slash join. That's ebaymainstreet.com slash join. Welcome back to eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee, the ultimate seller tool. And speaking of tools, here's Griffin Lee. And this segment is brought to you by Bulk, B-U-L-Q, the easy way to source. Your calls are all we hope for here, 888-723-4630. We pin our entire destiny on your phone calls, 888-723-4630. Tom from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, known as PA underscore Dutch underscore auctions. Tom, welcome back. What's your question or comment? Hi. About page views, the last couple of days, including today, uh, page views are non-existent or come and go on all of my items. So if I refresh the page, it'll bring up page views on certain items and other items, no page views at all. Uh, I need to know exactly where you're looking for this. 
on which are you looking at where where are you looking at page views on the uh, item on the top of the item page itself well no but actually interestingly enough when they don't show in i'm in the seller hub okay so in seller hub i go to uh active listings and in active listings some of my items are showing now some i just relisted so this may or may not be accurate today but in the last couple of days, the views column would be completely blank all the way down. And then I'd refresh, and a couple of them, would the page views would reappear. Yeah. And you know, it's just, I don't know, it might be resolved at this point. I don't know. Um, but if I were to go into one that had no page views when that's happening, in the listing itself, it still doesn't show a page view. So I, I don't know if it's an issue or, I mean, I, I don't know. You'll have to. Say, I, I don't know either. And it's it's impossible for me to to facilitate a a potential uh, bug claim. I, I know that. So a lot of people call the show asking. It's a live show, so I can't like stop the show and say we'll be back in ten oh, minutes no. when I. So you need to send these to me in an email because it, it what okay. what it, what it ends up doing on the show is. Nothing. There's nothing I can do because we've got to, you know, keep moving. So I can answer general questions, but when it comes to things that are specific, like this may be a bug, it's much better if you send it to me in email so I can immediately forward it to someone who can take a look at it. Okay. I was mainly curious if, if it was something known. No, I have, I have not heard of this. Maybe somebody else has heard and will call us up. Maybe they're doing it. Yeah. They're having the same problem. Tom, thank you so much. All right, send that Thanks, to Tom. Griff, griff at ebay.com. Bruce Slocum from Rockford, Illinois, known on eBay as Hugo5178. Hey, Bruce, how you doing, and what's your question or comment today? I'm doing great. Sales are wonderful. My question is, on image recognition, which I sell a lot of dishes, so I may have a set of 10 plates that are all identical, is it best to have the first photo as a single plate or a photo of all 10 of the plates? Hmm. Do you are are you saying are you selling all ten in one lump? Yes. So you're selling it as a lot. A lot of ten. A lot yeah. of ten plates. My first picture would be the picture of the lot, to avoid confusion. Okay. Yeah. Then you can go into the specifics of, you know, taking pictures to show the pattern and things of that sort. So, so neither Lee or I are experts at selling dinnerware. We don't normally do it, and I've sold virtually. Maybe I've had in the past 22 years maybe three listings of dinnerware that I've I've sold on eBay, and it was years ago. But one of our regular listeners and contributors, Lynn Raleigh, the queen of auctions. Hi, Lynn. I know she's listening. Uh, Lynn has uh, told us on numerous occasions when she's been on the show, and she sells a lot of dinnerware, that she does not sell sets. When she gets a set of dinnerware, she always sells it as separate items. And uh, it, uh, I, I believe... A way of thinking of it is it's a replacements uh, uh, marketing strategy that most people are not looking for vintage dinnerware complete sets. They're looking for uh, adding on to or replacing broken or missing items from their existing set. And, even, and, and you mentioned that this particular thing, it's 10 of the same plate, right? Yeah. So it's not even a set. It's, it's just no. 10 of the same plates. 
I think I'm right. not sure what what would Lynn Drawley do. I, I wonder if she's listening. I I think that Lynn Drawley would sell them separately, but I. I that's what she's told that's us. That's what past. she's told us. Yeah. But in what is the? Do you know the name of the pattern, by the way? Oh, I have over a thousand listings. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, if you if yeah, you knew the name, it might be helpful, but. I know that, um, like I said, more, on more than one occasion, Lynn's advice when she's been asked this question or the topic has come up is that she recommends and she follows her own recommendation uh, uh, selling the, the dinnerware sets separately, whether that's a partial set or a complete set, is to offer all of the pieces separately for people who are looking for replacements. It's a quicker way of moving it. So you, she may tell you, and again, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but she would be the guess my go-to expert. Guess who I think we have? <laughs> I, I was I was treading water while you tried to dial yeah, her. So. Lynn, <laughs> we've been trying to. Uh, let's see if she's on yet. Is she on with us yet? Hi, Hi Lynn. Yay, we've been trying to second guess what would Lynn good, do here. Good job, Griff. Thank so, you. Treading water. <laughs> so first of all, uh, Hugo five one seven eight. Uh, from Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, asked the question, Lynn, because I know you missed the first part of it, and he asked the question, uh, when selling 10 dinner plates, should he, should his main picture be of all 10 or just one of them? And then Griff was trying to tell him what you do, that you sell them separately, but why don't you talk to him about it? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, and 10 is the perfect number. I love it when I find, um, plates in sixes, tens, fifteens, because that means I can break them up evenly. So, like, if I have six, I'll go, I'll sell one, two, and three, that adds up to six. If there's ten, one, two, three, four, adds up to ten. And fifteen, one, two, three, four, five. And I'll tell you, people are looking for ones and twos and threes. They're not looking for a whole set of tens. So mm. it's really the smartest way to sell it. People are really into the replacement of like broken pieces or adding to their sets. They don't want ten plates. And if they do, they can buy my four different listings. There you go. And, and you know, ten plates are weird too because sets are <laughs> eight or twelve or four. Yeah, you're right. And I'm having a dinner party, and I'm inviting <laughs> ten of my closest friends. Because I only friends. have ten plates. Hey, Bruce. Think think about sticker shock, too. I mean, if you price the ten plates and you're going to get 20 bucks each, that's 200 But if I put one out at 20 it doesn't look that expensive. Oh, that's true, yeah. What do you so think? I, I think? What do you think, Bruce? Well, I'll try it on the future listings and let the listings I have just go well, I'm let's see if Lynn let's let's see what Lynn thinks of your original question because I had my yeah. answer, but it might be different. And Lynn, like I said, is the expert when it m- much more than I am when it comes to selling dinnerware. So Bruce's first question was, when he if he's selling this particular lot as a single lot of ten, should his first picture be of all ten plates together yes, or just absolutely. one of them? Absolutely, it should yes, be all ten. ten. I'll can Griff, absolutely. And if you can't spread them all out to show that, because I'll spread out four plates and take a really nice shot so you can see parts of all of them. But with 10, I would stack them and definitely show, definitely show that there's that quantity there. People will skip right past a listing with just one plate showing if they're looking for multiples. Ah. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. You heard it from, you've heard it from the expert, Bruce. Yeah. Okay. You guys call, call me Dishes Drawley. That was my nickname in Vegas. Dishes Drawley? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That was my mob, my mob name. I think we, we should call her Lynn Dishy Drawley. Oh, and she is dishy too. I'd say. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Lynn, do you remember who I asked, who I told you I thought you looked like when I first met you yes. 12 years ago? Yes. It's some, um, 
somebody, I can't remember, but you, you said I looked like her in that picture on my book. And it was right. like Luby or Lou, what was no, Lulu. No, it's Lulu, the British Lulu. pop star from To Sir With Love Days in the 60s. That's so fun. I love it. Yeah, she was. I'll take it. My, I had a roommate in, in high school who was so in love with Lulu in 1968. <laughs> he had pictures of her all over his books and his locker. And you just say the word Lulu and his eyes would get all like dreamy. <laughs> so, Lynn, yes, are you going to give chalk painting lessons? Yes. Oh my gosh, our paint is coming in today. Nine hundred pounds of paint. Okay. Oh so, um, <laughs> if Melissa and I want to drive up to Venture and maybe bring Donna along with us. Oh yes. We for have to. Sure. Do we contact you in advance to make sure you're giving your your paint lesson that day? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll email you, Lee, and tell you I like my schedule. Okay. I appreciate it. So, Bruce, can't wait to see you. Have we I helped you? Going to bring a truck. We we brought you in the absolute most fantastic, most expert person in the whole world, Bruce, to help you. Have we have we helped you today? <laughs> yes, you yeah. have, and I'll see you in Vegas. Vegas, you, baby, and Lynn, we will see you in Thank Vegas you, too, of course. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, Wasn't that fun? That was fun. So Griff, um, Lynn's a trooper. She'll, uh, she jumps to the occasion. Lover, her, right? true, true entrepreneur. We should have her as a regular. She should just be the host. Well, you know, Griff. What? She was on my list that if I should ever leave. Oh yeah, she'd be great. Lynn Drawley as my replacement. Yeah. Kathy Terrell as my replacement. Two I very have, smart, eloquent, elo- eloquent, funny women. Right. Yes. I had three or four women on that list, so. But she would be fantastic on this show. Then we wouldn't have to call her when we want to talk about dishes. Yeah. See, you'd have her on here all the time. So, so. you you must do what I do. What and do I do? And you've been doing it longer. But I, I think when you are in a field like we're in, so you know, I consider myself a broadcaster. I've been doing it for fifteen years. Right. But I'm always looking at other people and saying, "Hey, they'd be good." Oh, or yeah. she, no, she she wouldn't be. Well, he I have be to good. leave someday, Griff. I have Me too. to retire. Yeah. And so you're going to have to have somebody that would be. Oh, jeez, it's good on my you. back. Oh, of bro. course. Uh. Of course. So I have some email here for you. Okay. Okay. This person is known as Had That Game on eBay, mm-hmm. C.B. And Had That Game wrote, I agree, Griff. When I use vintage in my listings, I include the date or a time period. However,. Yeah. There is a however to this. We'll read when we come back. Ah, brother. Mm-hmm. It's this interesting. Seg- yeah. This segment was brought to you by Bulk. Fuel <laughs> cute. The easy way to source. Dial our number, 888 Let's Ask Griffin Lee. You're listening to eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee. And be sure to tune in Tuesdays as well for eBay Radio from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time. Only on BMRN, Voice Marketing Radio Network. Here's a Retail Moment marketing plan to help you sell more this season. Brought to you by Bulk, the easy way to source. It's time for this year's Most Star-Spangled Retail Moment. The 4th of July is a stellar selling opportunity. And you don't have to be a Yankee Doodle Dandy to drum up some retail fireworks. Light up your store shelves by listing everything red, white, and blue, anything patriotic, and whatever you can put on sale. Because three-fourths of all shoppers will be looking for a deal. Put Independence Day items in a dedicated store category. 
and used promotions manager and promoted listings to create marketing campaigns. Get the word out via social media and your store newsletter, too. Then watch your sales skyrocket. This retail moment was brought to you by Bulk, the easy way to source. USPS has a lot of great ways to ship your stuff. Here at Stamps.com, we support them all. Stamps.com was the first company to be approved by the U.S. Postal Service for buying and printing postage online. And in our 20-plus years, we've learned a lot about eBay sellers. And we know that deciding which shipping option is the best for each package can be tough. That's where we can really help. Stamps.com's best rate comparison engine automatically picks the lowest cost USPS option for your package, making sure you never overpay for postage. If you're new to Stamps.com, we invite you to try our four-week trial. We'll even throw in a free five-pound shipping scale. Shipping and handling fee required. So, the next time you need to figure out the best way to ship your package, remember Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Spend less time shipping, more time selling. Good morning. Good morning to you. Time to hit that estate sale so we still have time to get to the thrift shops. Wait, is that your computer? Yes, of course it's my computer. How else am I going to be able to identify items and find out what they've been selling for? I sure hope there's Wi-Fi where we're going today. OMG, look, as your eBay sourcing buddy, I've got to tell you, there's an app for that. There is. Absolutely. I use WorthPoint's mobile app to research items while I'm outsourcing. WorthPoint gives me 10 years of data, more than a billion images, along with how much each item sold for. Wow. WorthPoint's app also lets me save searches and make suggestions to help me find what I'm looking for. It even corrects my spelling. So I don't need to bring my whole computer. Of course not. Just get the WorthPoint app. It puts the power of WorthPoint at your fingertips and it fits in your pocket. So do what I did. Sign up for a seven-day, seven-lookup free trial at WorthPoint.com. Listen while you list. 